Wow, wow, wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, my Diamond Dream Team. And as Diamond would always say, it takes a team to build a dream. So if you truly, truly care about this country, if you care about the Constitution, if you care about your First Amendment right, if you truly care about your Second Amendment right, you will stop what you're doing and you will share. You will share and like this broadcast and this podcast. Share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. You all, sharing is caring. So if you care, you will share. Don't forget to download the Frank Speech and the Frank Social app. It's two different apps and it's absolutely free. It's imperative that you do so. Download those apps. All right. Don't forget that if you have any questions, email them at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone joining us live on Getter Live, Rumble Live, Frank Speech Live, and the live chat. Shout out to all of you all that's coming in from everywhere, all across the world. Thank you all for tuning in for Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Shout out to CTA TV, to Stripes TV, to Blast News RSBN, to American TV Network, to Lindell TV. Shout out to all of you all. Thank you so much for carrying the show. And if you are someone out there that wants to stream Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live show on your network, you're welcome to do so. I don't mind at all because we got to get the word out. Tonight's show is sponsored by MyPillow.com where you can get the MyPillow 2.0, the My Mattress Topper, the sheets, the slippers, the towels, the loungewear. Go to MyPillow.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. And don't forget about the My Coffee. Mm, mm, mm. You all, it is so, so good. All right, you can get that at MyStore.com. I always say that the best part to waking up uh, is not being woke, but being awake with My Coffee. So don't be hasty. Go on over there and get you something tasty at MyStore.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. Tonight's show is also sponsored by Dr. Stella MD. If you're in need of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine or potassium iodine. Be sure to visit drstellamd.com and use promo code DIAMOND to receive a discount. Dr. Stella MD offers an array of supplements and bundles such as the long COVID protocol, the pandemic preparedness kits, and the VATS detox combo, you all. And Dr. Stella can assist you with getting medically prepared through her telehealth services. The prescription emergency medical preparedness kits are available, you all. That's the prescription emergency medical preparedness kits. They are available. Get them, you all. They're already talking about another plan scam, damn it. Yes, they are. So be prepared, not scared, and don't delay. Get your telehealth appointment today at drstellamd.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. Tonight's show is also sponsored by Mass Thermer. Some choose to wear the mask, some have to wear the mask. It's your prerogative if you wear the mask. But because of the mask wearing, a lot of people are getting skin irritation and they're using now the MassDerma.com. So you can get yours at MassDerma.com. Use promo code DIAMOND. They're also using this MassDerma product for uh, chest acne, for back acne, uh, acne, if they have acne elsewhere, they're using it and it is working out good for them. So get yours, MassTherma.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. Don't forget to support all of our other sponsors and affiliates at DiamondAndSilkStore.com. That's DiamondAndSilkStore.com. 
All right. If, if, if you have a relative or you know somebody that still have their head stuck in a rock, in a rock, or as hard as a rock, send them over there to electioncrimebrewers.com. That's electioncrimebrewers.com. You all, because it shows all of the different fraudulent activity that took place in the election. And you know what? We need to let them know they don't have to be dumb. They don't have to be illiterate. Okay, they can go over there and see it for themselves. All right. And don't forget to go to LindellEvent.com, LindellEvent.com for the event that's coming up August the 16th and the 17th. You all, you all don't want to miss it. All right. You don't want to miss it. Also, don't forget to go to ShopDiamondAndSilk.com. That's ShopDiamondAndSilk.com to get the emergency food uh, packages that we have there at ShopDiamondAndSilk.com. You all, it's imperative that you all do so. We just got to get prepared. Not be scared. Utilize what we have here is what we have to do. Okay. Now, I'm going to go ahead on and move into the show. I got a a packed show and I want to make sure that I have enough time for everybody because I want to hear what's going on tonight is our J6 panel and so I'm going to go ahead and bring on Sarah Maccabee and Helena Gibson go ahead and bring them on these are some see wife of a J6 political uh, hostage basically and a political activist thank you all so much for being on the show I hope you all are doing well thank you uh, once again for being on um, so Sarah, which one is Sarah? Where you at, Sarah? All That's right, me. Sarah. Yes, 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 Sarah. All right, I got an opportunity, sweetheart, to look at you on a video before I came on, and my heart goes out to you and your family, to 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 your, especially to your husband, um, and everything that you all have had to to go through. Please let the audience know what's going on uh, with your husband, Ronald. Yeah, well, thank you for having us on. My husband's Ronald Colton Maccabee. He's been 23 months incarcerated for trying to save the life of Roseanne Boylan on January 6th. He was a law enforcement officer for seven years prior to this. And when he saw what was happening that day, he just jumped into action. And because of that, it has resulted in 23 months of imprisonment. We haven't been to trial yet. It'll be 26 months before we go to trial. And he's facing up to 68 years for stepping in and doing the right thing that day. All right. Okay. Is he on video? Is any of this on video as to what he did do? Yes. The entire encounter is on video and he has officers, police officers that he helped that day thanking him in the videos. Wow. Wow. So will you all be able to use this video footage uh, that can help exonerate him? We're, I mean, you we don't know. Go ahead. We don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, we 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 don't know. We're going to go to trial in front of a jury. He wants to sit in front of a jury of, of 12 people and have them convict him. Um, we know it's probably going to get convicted on all charges because it's a 97% conviction rate right now. Um, but he wants to take it all the way because any video that they have of him, one, it exonerates him if they just turn on the audio. But every video they have has Roseanne Boylan in it. And that's what he wants to fight for. He wants to fight for justice for Roseanne Boylan and her family. So what are they basically trying to find him guilty of? What are, what are they saying that he did? He has four felonies and three misdemeanors. Every time he went to help the cop, mind you, the cops that thanked him that day, every time he went to help the cop and pick him up, they charged him with assault with a deadly weapon. So that's, that's the only charge that he has is assault with a deadly weapon? 
Those are the big, big felony charges. Yes, the other ones are just misdemeanors. What are they saying is the deadly weapon? Motorcycle gloves that he never used. Did you say motorcycle gloves? The gloves yes. that you put on, like the, the gloves that don't fit, you must have quit those gloves. Yeah, to ride a motorcycle, literally, yes. That you can buy on Amazon for $20. So they're saying that that was the weapon that he used to assault an officer. What they're, Are they saying that he just took the gloves and hit the officer with the gloves? I mean, I'm trying to figure out how. <laughs> They're going to get him for assault with the officer from using some gloves, okay? And I see, saw the batons out there uh, from the officers beating up the patriots out there. Uh, I saw them with the, 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 the little mace spraying it in the crowds, all right? But they want to get him for assault, assault on an officer uh, uh for some because he has some gloves and they said he used gloves. Okay, okay, I am not trying to be funny here. Uh, Sarah, but what the gloves are motorcycle gloves. Did it have steel inside of the gloves? I'm trying to figure out how rubber gloves can be used as a deadly weapon. Explain to just me. plastic, just plastic. And he never uses them. They acknowledge that he never uses them. And he was hit with a baton three times and they cracked his head open while he was trying to help an officer who was down and he merely just popped up his hands up in this fashion and said, I'm helping, I'm helping. Again, all on video. And this is on video. All right. Yes. All right. This here, this got the this here have to be shown. I have to find that video so that I can play it. So I can let them know and tag some people in it because if this is on video with him doing this and he's the one being beat by the officer then that needs to be shown. Uh, I'm, I'm finding out that a lot of these political uh, prisoners and hostages, they're not being able to use these particular videos uh, uh, that can really exonerate them. And the narrative that a lot of these people are speaking and telling are nothing but a bunch of lies. Helena, 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 you are a political activist, an American patriot, and you've worked tirelessly to help the persecution of a lot of our J sisters across the country. Please let the audience know what you do and why you're doing it. Uh, hi, Silk. Thank you so much for having me this evening once again and holding this panel. It's so important for uh, these stories about these Gen Sixers and what they're doing to these family members uh, get out and the truth. Um, I, become, I became a J6 advocate because I saw very early on when they started arresting people all over the country, um, you know, that this was uh, not going to be a good situation in, in many respects. And then the arrests continued. And now we've got about 1,200 plus people that have been arrested and we're hearing um, that there's going to be more than 1,000 more arrests. and. Uh, there weren't enough people speaking out on behalf of the January 6th political prisoners. Um, so I've been a part of building a community and a support system for the Jan Sixers and the family members where we work together with several different organizations to try to do some damage control, help fill a commissary and communications because 
uh, these family members have very little communications with the Jan Sixers in these jails. So really that's kind of how it all started for me. But now I work with several different organizations to do advocacy, to spread awareness, get the truth out and support these families uh, because there's just not a lot of people that have really stepped up to speak out and tell the truth. And for more than two years, uh, the media pushed a narrative about what happened Jan 6, and it was completely false. Uh, what Sarah was just speaking about on behalf of her husband, Ron, is a perfect example of that. The DOJ and the prosecuting attorneys, they have the evidence that would exonerate her husband, but they refuse to let it be admitted uh, into evidence. And if you heard Sarah say, well, if they'll let them listen to the audio, and it yeah. seems like this is happening to so many Jan Sixers um, in these trials, um, they're just manipulating evidence, they're cherry picking, they're stitching evidence together, and it's really disturbing, and we've got to be able to get the truth out. That's all we've ever wanted is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So let me ask you this question. Why are they refusing to let it be admitted as evidence? If, if it's your evidence, why are they refusing to allow it to be admitted? I personally believe because it would exonerate these people and it does go against their narrative. Okay. Who's, who's refusing to allow it to be admitted? Is it the judge? Yes. So, so with it's, your, with the attorney, the attorney is not fighting back against this here because if this is evidence that can exonerate somebody and this, this, this is still evidence, why can't this here be, Admit it, they are bringing forth all of their chopped up evidence. They're, uh, they're bringing forth everything that they've done, created the chopped up videos, the narrative. Why can't you uh, defend yourself honestly with the uh, uh, evidence that American tax dollars paid for? It's because these judges, they have no oversight. The prosecution and the judges are literally allowed to do whatever they want. Did you know that the prosecutors can lie in opening and closing statements and they don't have to have any facts to back up what they're saying? And the judges go on record and call these people insurrectionists and terrorists. They are literally allowed to do whatever they want. It's a kangaroo court in there and there's no oversight. We have begged through the Real J6 organization. We send out a weekly email to all congressional members that says this is the January 6 cases that are going on this week, literally catty corner from where you work. Please send a staffer or yourself to go over there and see what's going on in these courtrooms. And do you think one person has gone? No. Wow. So nobody has contacted you back via email either? Nobody has corresponded with you all? No. This is, this is crazy. This is crazy. So we have somebody that's been sitting there uh, in prison or in jail and I understand that while he was taking his medicine, his oral medicine, meaning he had to remove his mask to take his medicine, they sprayed him with pepper spray or bear spray? 
they actually sprayed them with two cans of OC spray. So it is a higher spray than what we can buy on the streets is what we know as bear mace or pepper spray. They told him that they assaulted, uh, that he assaulted the officer because he wasn't wearing a mask. And they told him, they told the nurse to refuse his medication. And he he asked for his medication. And that's when she just got irate. Mind you, this lieutenant was not supposed to be in this pod. She had been banned from this pod previously due to her interaction with these inmates. And she was in there on a day that there was no admin because it was a holiday. So she starts this mess. They handcuff him, throw him on the ground. While he is handcuffed, they release another can of OC spray within an inch of his eye. Oh, my goodness. This is disgusting. This is really disgusting. Tell, uh, let my Diamond Dream Team know what they can do, my audience. Let us know what we need to do and can do. We've been uh, calling McCarthy. Uh, they've been calling Congress. Uh, and still, you know, they lied to us and said that they was going to release the video footages uh, of, of all of the J-Sisters. And uh, we got one that was released and we see where he's been released. Uh, Jacob Chansley, he's been released, uh, but still, uh, what can we do? What 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 can we do to help you all out? So we recently started a nonprofit 501c3 called Stand in the Gap, and Stand in the Gap helps with reentry, family services, and justice reform. Those are our three main focuses, with little sub you know categories underneath all of those as well. But because this system is broken from A to Z, Shane Jenkins, who is in the DC Gulag, has been there for two and a half years. He did go to trial, get, got found guilty on all of the crimes, and now he's going to go to sentencing in October. And he says he can't sit back and continue to let this happen to his brothers and his sisters. And so we started this foundation to help across the board. And we say justice reform because it's not just about prison reform. It's about from A to Z, what these prosecutors are allowed to do. These judges are allowed to say there's no oversight the Congress people need to go in there and impeach these judges or sit in on these trials to hear the difference between what's happening to a January 6th defendant and what's happening to a normal DC citizen. Why are there no change of venues? That's If we had change of venues, we would be getting justice for these January 6th defendants, but they're getting tried in DC and there's a 97% conviction rate for these people that, that go to to trial in DC. And the problem is, is they make these conditions so horrific because they want these people to take plea deals. My husband has been in 24 seven solitary confinement, not able to shower for a week. It was 597 days before I was able to see him merely behind glass because of every reason under the book. And they're trying to break these people spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever they can do for them to take a plea deal because then they have a gag order on these people to never speak up and say what truly happened on January 6th. So these people that hold out and go to trial, they just want to stick it to them and say, never come against your government again. And again, your your husband is a law enforcement officer, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Was he a law enforcement officer at the time on January the 6th? Yes, he was for seven years. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, see, it can be really dangerous for him even being in there. Oh, my goodness. So let me ask you this question for both of you. What type of evidence are they allowing you to admit into court? Is is What type? 
basically anything that goes with their narrative, anything that goes, they will allow the video evidence of my husband into court. They will not allow the audio because when you watch the video with no audio, you can narrate it however you want to and make whoever look bad. But as soon as you turn on the audio, you hear this conversation between him and this officer who thanks him twice for his help that day. When he's down on the ground with this officer, he says, I know, I know, help me up. And he's literally vocal screaming at Lila Morris to stop beating Roseanne Boylan because she is killing her. And she died that day. She did. Yeah, she was killed that day by the officers. According to the video footage, it was by the officers. Uh, uh, sorry, I know that they probably looking at me like, Silk, you know, you can't say that, damn that. I saw the video and I saw when they was beating up the Patriots. I saw what they were doing. And when the Patriots was trying to help her, it's like they was beating on them to keep them from helping her. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. So that's why they don't want, want that in, in, in court. Uh, any last words, Sarah? Uh, uh, just once again, my heart just go out to you and your family with everything that you've had to endure. Uh, any last words from my audience? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for always bringing us on and allowing us to speak truth to this subject that is very you know, political, some people, even, you know, patriots don't want to touch this, but we need to continue to get this out because every which way they're trying to shut us up, whether they're, you know, um, denying our accounts on uh, social media or shadow banning us or whatever it might be. We need people, the general public to come stand behind us and either volunteer their time or volunteer their skill set or monetary donations, whatever they can do, because they're not going to stop us. We have a mission, we have a goal here, and it is to make sure that this never happens again in our country. So you can go to standinthegap.foundation to find out more about what we're doing to help January 6th defendants. But this doesn't stop at January 6th defendants. This system yeah. is broken for everybody that's involved. So while our focus is on January 6th defendants right now, we're going to broaden our scope to anybody that has been personally I call them persecuted. These people are truly persecuted for their beliefs. We need to help everybody involved because this system in America is an injustice system. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And that is not the way it is anymore. And I'll be damned, honestly, if I'm, I'm shut up because of this. I will make it my life mission to make sure that this doesn't ever happen to an American patriot again. That's right. And they're supposed to have due process and they're supposed to be able to defend themselves with all evidence, okay, that can help exonerate them. That's what's supposed to happen via the Constitution. All right. That's the right that we're supposed to have here in America. Okay. And so this right here, this is this is a doggone shame. All right. Thank you, uh, Helena. Uh, any last words, darling? Well, I do. I just want to thank you so much for always having us on here, Silk. It is so incredibly important for people such as yourself to help us get the truth out. Uh, Sarah's absolutely right. We have so few people speaking out on, on behalf of the January 6th political hostages. And uh, every day I just wonder where are all the uh, MAGA people? Where are all the people with the large platforms and the influencers who could do a lot of help to uh, help us spread the word and get the truth out. 
And uh, we just appreciate you so much for having us and doing this J6 panel every month because this is what is so important for the American people to understand what is happening with these families and these Gen Sixers in these prisons and how they're being persecuted. And, and this, this process is part of the persecution. You've got these judges, you've got these um, um, prosecuting attorneys that are manipulating evidence and they're not allowing um, these defendants to put on a case and they're denying so many motions. And what we really need is change of venue. And Congress has the ability to do that. And we're constantly trying to put pressure on Congress. If you pick up the phone and you call your congressman and you ask them to do oversight, not just with these judges and the prosecuting attorneys and the DOJ, but they also have oversight over the jail. They could go in there and they could make a change and they could do things that um, would clean that jail up because uh, that jail is absolutely a mess. And these guys in there are being persecuted. We were supposed to have Shane Jenkins call out tonight and the phone lines have been shut down and they're doing that just so that he can't speak to you and come out and communicate. I'm hoping that we'll be able to get him on the next show so you can hear from Shane himself and he can give you a perspective as to what is going on in the DC jail, but it's not just the DC jail, it's all of these facilities. And um, what Sarah is doing with Standing in the Gap and bringing this foundation on board is going to help all prisoners in America, because I think that we can all clearly see at this point that we truly need to um, focus on prison reform. So if, if thank Shane, you so much for having us this evening. Thank you. Is Shane Jenkins, is, he's, uh, is he able to record a message for me, like for the audience, maybe like a five, six, seven minute message? Please have him to record yes. a message for me so that I can play it on air. And we will put up his photo, yeah. send me a photo so that we can put that up so we can hear his story. I want to know what's going on with him. I understand they have all of these different charges against Shane Jenkins, obstruction of official proceedings, interfering law enforcement. I have so many questions for him because this is a whole list of stuff here that they, they have against him. I need to know what's going on. They found him guilty March 29th of 2023, but he have not been sentenced. So, and now I need to know what evidence that they have against him. Did they, did he also have, uh, is there a video of uh, footage that can even exonerate him as well with all of this different stuff that they claim that that he's in and he's facing 85 years in prison. You mean to tell, let me calm down. Let me calm down. You mean to tell that you got people out here that's going up, busting people upside the head and then they let them right on back out. They let them right back out with this, this, this bail reform. They just let them back out on the street to murder somebody. But then you got people right here where, where MAGA was infiltrated. All right. And I saw a lot of patriots up there helping people protect people from the police officers that was beating them. All right. Is what I saw. And then you want to drop all of these different these different charges against this. This one man facing 85 years in prison and he ain't hurt nobody. He ain't killed nobody. But then it's this black bastard up there that 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 shot. Uh, oh God, her, her name just escaped me. Uh, 
Oh, Ashley Lord. Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Shot, and he just, he gets an award. Now, she was unarmed. She, he gets an award. He kills her. She was unarmed. He gets an award. Yeah, this system is screwed up. It is screwed totally up. So I want to thank you all for coming on, sharing your story with my audience. This is not going to be the last. I think it's time for all of us to start a letter writing campaign and start writing these Congress members. Start writing them every single day. I know, I believe it's Sarah, you said you write once a week uh, or, or, or Helena, yes. one of you all said that. It's time for all of us to start writing Congress all together, writing them and let them know that this is a shame because from my understanding, Congress can shut all of this stuff down. They can shut all of this down. They surely can. Yes, from my understanding. Thank you all. Thank you once again for being on the show. God bless you and you are in our prayers. Thank you. This is Thank you, you all. This is this is this is crazy. This is this is ridiculous. And 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 and, and see this here it, it upsets silk. Okay. It upsets me because they want to take a group of people, all right, and 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 deem them as white supremacists and, and extremists and terrorists. And when you got people that, that is cutting off the necks of others. We got our own government with its knee on the neck of an American of the American people. All right, destroying America literally, and then they want to take a group of people because they're white, and they want to make it look a certain way in front of all of us and say, "Oh, they is an uh, insurrection, an uh, insurrection." Well. If it was a real true insurrection, why is Joe Biden residing in the White House? Just think of that for a minute, all right? They want to say they, they tried to overthrow the government. It's one thing and they were trying and doing. You're, you're saying that these guys actually did this when you're calling them insurrectionists, all right? And on January the 6th, President Donald J. Trump was still the president on January the 6th. Why would MAGA want to go to the Capitol to overthrow President Trump's uh, 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 administration? Just think about that. See, the real coup d'etat happened during the election in November of 2020. That's when the real coup d'etat happened. That's when the real insurrection happened, when they shut down all of the computers, they shut down the whole election, and then a week or two later, we have Sleepy Joe. Yes, this pedophile is who we got now. And he is literally destroying this bought and paid for by China pedophile is what's in there now destroying America. Let me go ahead and bring on my next guest, James Beak. James Beak is a Broadway actor who was arrested while appearing in a production of Jesus Christ Superstar. James Peake, bring him on. James, James, James. Hi, darling. How are you doing? Hey, Diamond. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I, now, I'm still, yeah. but it's still nice Diamond. Oh, I'm sorry. Or it says it's Diamond. Nope. Hi, so, I'm sorry. That's okay, uh, darling. It's still <laughs> Diamond. So, but, yes. okay. So, now, they my note that, that, that they sent to me is that you was a parent. You was a Broadway actor appearing in a production of Jesus Christ Superstar and then they 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 arrested you then while you was 
Okay, yes. break that down for me. Let me know what happened there. Yeah, I was on tour with uh, the 50th anniversary of Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, and uh, I was in, we were in Milwaukee and I was getting ready to go for a sound check. And um, actually, they called my employer and colluded to entrap me because I was supposed to go into a meeting with my company manager. And I walked into this conference room and all of a sudden the company manager walks out and the FBI walks in. And, uh, and they showed me their guns and uh, put me <laughs> under arrest. And, um, and then the rest is that, they, they took me to jail and um, they said, oh, you'll be back by, by time for sound check. And, but um, they well, actually put me on, go ahead. Well, what was you arrested for? Um, my, they, as they say, my involvement in January 6th. So I was, um, before, right before, a couple of weeks before I signed up for the Oath Keeper, because I didn't want to go alone. I was looking to be, um, help of people. Cause you know, the climate of 2020 and these peaceful protests that they had, um, one particular incident that affected me was, um, 70 year old ex-policeman David Dorn. Um, from St. Louis, who was killed simply trying to protect his property. And, you know, so that really, that really affected me because did his life, his black life matter, you know? And I said, if I get a chance to do that, to be, to be, to be of help of assistance to people like that in a time of need, I won't, I would hop at the chance. Um, my dad's an ex-chief of police and my, I, my grandmother raised me and uh, I have utmost respect for law enforcement. So, and elderly people. And if it was a situation like that, I wanted to be able to, you know, at least give them some help, you know? Yeah, because so if, if, you I, uh, it, if you think about it, a lot of peaceful protests was being infiltrated by Antifa and Black Lives yeah. Matter. And they was yeah. going around beating up folk. All right? Yeah. That's what they were doing. Yeah. And see, when, that, when, when, when this was getting prepared for January the 6th, a lot of patriots was in fear. So you have yeah. different groups like the Oath Keepers that will come out mm -hmm. and say, we're going to protect you. We're going yeah. to protect uh, the Patriots from Antifa. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly what was going on. And so what yeah. you wanted to do is, is be there to help protect yeah. the Patriots yeah. is what you exactly. In fact, um, when I was there, I met up with Oath Keepers and, and, and a lady, uh, her name is Tina Myers. She gave a testimony in February of 2021, a month after, this was on an FBI 302, a month after January 6th, she, she testified to that because um, there was a picture of me right next to her. And they uh -huh. knew once they got, uh, once they arrested me that I was that person. And I didn't get this information until a month before trial that she said to me, oh no, so she asked me, um, what are you here for? And I said, in quote, this is the only thing they have me quoted saying is, I am here to protect everyone from violence. And that shows clear intent right there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had joined up with the Oath Keepers in order to, you know, they were ex-policemen, ex-military, and, you know, stuff like my, my father, my uh, adopted father, and, uh, you know, yeah. signing up for a good organization. And um, so, you know, all everything happened with the Oath Keepers. And in fact, we were, from what I so we were we helped Officer Dunn get back to his unit, protecting him from the rowdy crowd. And after we got out of the Columbus stores, we were standing at the top, being buffers between the cops and, and the rowdy crowd. 
So mm -hmm. in my mind, we were, you know, doing what we came to do. And then lo and behold, I found out after the fact that, you know, all these things were, you know, what, what they're alleging is going on with, you know, taking over capital and all that kind of stuff. But I had nothing to do with that. And I had you know anything about that. So um, I decided to, I had, they forced a public pretender, a, a defender <laughs> onto me. And, um, but I, I, um, I eventually fired, fired the public defender and um, went and presented my own action. So, cause I felt like nobody could fight for me better than myself, you know? So, um, so you, you was your I, lawyer. Yes. You, so you did a silk move. See, I would have been my own lawyer too. Go ahead, yeah. darling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got some things in common now. <laughs> yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah, come on. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, and it, it was kind of, because they kept delaying the trial, you know, and I, I kind of am glad that we kind of delayed it more, you know, you know, of course, the speedy tr um, trial rights were uh, violated. But um, I got that testimony from Tina Myers, and I thank her because that really showed my intention. And that's what um, we, we got it boiled down to. And mm -hmm. so instead of going to a jury trial, the government offered me because I didn't accept any deals I wasn't going to accept anything because I'm an innocent man and I'm not going to do uh, you know sign something that for something I, I didn't have anything to do with right you know? and I'm going down for this so um, and I stood up in my constitutional rights through my, my paperwork on filed on the court and uh, which a lot of it was sealed um, and we'll talk about that for in another uh, conversation but um, so I mean, and I think they realized the weakness of their case and they came to me with an offer saying, let's do a stipulated trial. I think I was charged with seven counts in a seven federal count, six federal counts and one misdemeanor. Um, but they said, we'll, we'll charge it for two. And if, if you get uh, found guilty or not guilty, we'll drop the rest, the rest of the okay. charges. So we went to a stipulated bench trial where they, uh, they charged me for, um, obstruction of Congress and impeding the police um, officers. And they had to show beyond a reasonable doubt that I intended to do these things that they, they alleged of me doing. And I was knowingly doing these things that they alleged that I was doing. And they had lack of evidence and I was quitted. One of so, okay. two. Okay. You said they had lack of evidence. Yeah, the government had lack lack of evidence that I had I intended to do the things that they alleged that I was doing, obstructing Congress and uh, impeding the police. What evidence did you have? Did you have any well, evidence like, to show them in the court? Well, my my evidence was the Tina Myers evidence saying that my uh, my I was there to protect everyone from violence. That's the only thing they had me quoted as saying in the whole day, and even beforehand uh, when I joined the Oath Keepers. Uh, you know, I joined them just to you know meet up and be not to be alone because we knew the you know the Antifas mm -hmm. and those would be around in the crowd. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to protect uh, our, our American brothers and sisters, whether they are yeah. white or black or red or purple. You know, we're That's all American. So, um, so that was what that was my my intention was. I had no idea about any of the private chats that you know were going on, and um, so. And, and so the judge said, I, there's no, there's not a lot of evidence that James, I mean, 
that um, that he knew anything about anything that was going on. That they okay, so let me let me ask you this right here. First off, did you go into the Capitol? Yes. Okay. Were you let we were into the pushed, Capitol? I was. I, 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 let's correct that. We were pushed into the Capitol, and I, I had no intention. You know, and I have I have video evidence of that. That's what I my evidence I showed was there's a uh, it's actually on um, Rumble where you uh, you saw people pushing in suspicious actors pushing people in people with earpieces in. Um, mm -hmm. So that into all in it all together was you know, there's something very suspicious about this whole thing. And, and in my opinion, this is a, a modern day rash type fire. You know, uh, yeah. a red herring event where. Um, you know, the, it's just an entrapment operation. And it's just a coincidence that the same director for the Whitmer case is was the same director that got promoted right before January 6th. And that's something that people need to look into. I don't know if uh, other people are looking into that. It's, um, you know, as we know, the Whitmer case, most of those um, accused were acquitted because it was entrapment. And it's not so far-fetched to believe that January 6th was, and, and we need to get, the bottom, get to the bottom of that. Yeah, because I actually have a video, I showed a video where the doors was open from the inside, all right? Yeah. yeah. Doors was open yeah. from the inside, so that made it an inside job because it was open from mm -hmm. the inside. Now, on the other side, you had people scaling the wall and breaking out the windows, the ones that had the earpiece in yeah. the ear, all right? And that's yeah. on video, all right? Right. But and, I don't think yeah, and they're not um, they're not on the wanted list. They haven't been arrested. They haven't even looked for it. They, you know, so there's something. I think hopefully soon the truth will come out. And but, but how can you tell? How can you tell a gangster that he's doing wrong in his own playground? In his own playground, yeah. You know he I mean? got the basketballs. He got he got everything in yeah. his own playground, and they are the ones that done set this up. Right, and that's why um, in the, your last uh, segment. They, there, there's no change of venue because if this was any other state or any other uh, jurisdiction, these things would be kicked out immediately. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. I, I feel blessed and I'm grateful that my case, and I hope that my case is 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 hope and inspiration for other J6ers that, you know, um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and the, the dawn is, you know, is darkest before the dawn. So hopefully this case will turn the tide um, in my case, like I said, it was a stipulated bench trial, and the only two trials that have been acquitted are bench trials. So there's something to be said there. Bench trials. Let me ask you this question about your public defender, the first before you fired him or her. Uh -huh. What were they doing? Were they doing anything on your behalf? What made you decide to fire them? Well, at the time, okay, so when I was on Jesus Christ Superstar, the tour, I had put all my stuff up in storage and because I was getting ready to buy a house and that kind of stuff. So I was basically homeless when I got arrested. So I was going, trying to find a place. And it's hard when you're a J6er to find something. I was afraid to apply for an apartment because my name was all over the news and, you know, and uh, domestic terrorists and all this stuff. And, you know. Were you um, a white supremacist too? Did they say you was a white supremacist too? No, they said I'm a black white supremacist. <laughs> oh, they made it up. But you know, I don't see that's the thing. Like, I don't. I, I we're all Americans, like I said, and that's I don't right. see color. I don't. I don't. 
I don't consider myself a black man. I, I consider myself melanated because I'm touched by the sun and I have a little more pigment in my skin than others. And that doesn't make me a color because that puts me in a, in a, uh, a, a political status that is not of my like choosing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. see, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The narrative that they're trying to depict is that the Oath Keepers is a bunch of of white supremacist domestic terrorists. Is that's what mm -hmm. they're trying to depict? So really, you didn't fit their narrative in the first place. No. All right. No. Even though we understand that what they were there to do, what you all was there to do, American citizens got it. We know what was going on. But the mm -hmm. evil behind the scene of it all that's trying to depict this narrative so they can just be out there and say, the biggest threat to America is white supremacy. And then yeah. for, for people to be looking over here at these group of individuals and not looking at the real white supremacists right there in the White House. You see what I'm saying? Amen. So they tried Amen. to depict everybody that was a part of different groups uh, as yeah. this particular domestic terrorist. Like, they was out there yeah. terrorizing folks, and, and here you is helping people. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, it, it was, it, it's very clear. I mean, I think there was a lot of that too, but they have to get convictions. They have to get this narrative. They have to see it through fruition. Mm -hmm. And um, so, and that's what's going on. And we see it. They're ignoring the law. They're ignoring, you know, everything. Um, you asked me what I did. So I was homeless, and I, I wasn't able to focus on it for six months, you know, because um, my trial date wasn't for a while. And so once I had found a place, I, you know, got got a Ferretta hearing and got rid of the public defender. And, um, but they forced a standby attorney on me uh, to help me with filings and that kind of stuff. But- um, You said they forced I mean, this, just, you said they forced this, the public defender on you to-, to Or standby, or what's called a standby cancel, which is different from a public defender. I, I was proceeding in my own action, but gotcha. um, they wanted somebody there uh, to help me with filings and that kind of stuff. But, um, but you know, I was, you know, I, it was it was a very stressful year and a half of um, dealing with this this situation. I just I'm just blessed that I, I can say we got a victory, we got a win. Amen to that. Did they? Did you ever have to do any days or any time in jail? Well, I was arrested when I was on tour, and I spent the day there. Uh, but I, they let me out on on bail um, uh, the day because they they said I'll be back in time for rehearsals. But the damage was done, and my company told me that they were going to put the understudy on and uh, make a decision. And about two weeks later, they um, terminated my contract, and uh, that was the beginning of losing everything. everything. And um, they had me on uh, GPS monitoring, monitoring for four and a half months, and oh I fought goodness. to get that off. Yeah. So While I was living in hotels and generous, generous people's homes, you know, getting into a pony to borrow money, it was, it was, it was tough. It was very tough. I'm sorry. What were we gonna say? So, so when you say they let you out on bail, did you have to pay something? No. Okay. Okay. The reason why I ask that is because, you know, they got this bail reform that somebody can go bust somebody upside the head. And then when they go to jail, they just let them back out on the street. All right. Yeah. But now with, with, with you, you know, you, you was out on bail, but you didn't have to pay. You didn't have to get a bail sponsorman 
to pay yeah. anything. Okay, so they let yeah. you out on your own. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, is there a way, do you have a, a give, send, go set up or anything for so people right now, this year? Yeah, I've been uh, writing my book and um, I wanted to, I was supposed to finish it in 2020, but you know, a lot of things happened since then. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's entitled History, H-I-S-S-T-O-R, History. And um, it's, it's almost done and I want to release it um, by November. Um, so it would be helpful if I can get some people to donate to the camp, my book campaign so I can get it out. And I would love to get my story out because my, my very first memories are being from the foster care system. And, and I know violence. Violent, violence has been done to me as a child from ages one to four. And those are my very first memories are being abused and abandoned in the foster care system. And, um, and I wanted to be inspiration for other foster kids and other children out there to say, if I can do this, you can do this too. My, my, and my gifts and go is uh, giftsandgo.com forward slash history, H-I-S-S-T-O-R-Y. Um, so, so if you want to uh, donate to that, that'd be great. Um, I, I just really want, I have a very unique story in that this kid who's, who's beat the odds, um, I don't know how I got out of this, but I'm so grateful. And mm -hmm. I want to do whatever thing I can to inspire the nation and say, you know, there's hope out there. And, yes. um, and this hopefully story will resonate and inspire the world. Wonderful. Well, I want to say thank you so much for being on. You know, it was nobody but God. Thank God you was acquitted from all of this. Yeah. And, you know, you got another chance and I, I wish you much much success on your book as well do you have a website do you by any chance have a well, website well uh you follow me on twitter i got it because everything because i lost everything and i gotta rebuild now so um follow so me you on have twitter, a twitter? I, yeah it's, uh, uh, james the just nine is my uh, twitter okay all right do you have a Frank Social account? Uh, I, I do. I got a, I, it's been a while. Got, I haven't had a sweetie. I got to get right. it back together. You got to but get Twitter, it together. But uh, Twitter, yeah. And rebuild the pieces of, the sh of my shattered life right now. So uh, mm. we'll figure it out. But let, let me ask you real quick, because they probably, they want to know out here, when did you, when did this actually happen? When did you get acquitted? How long ago has it been? Oh, this is... Wednesday, July 12th, last week. Wow. This just happened. It just happened. Incredible. Incredible. Hopefully God you can good. work with God is good all the time, honey, and all the time God is good. Hopefully you, you can you know, find uh, some other J sisters and just yeah. help get them acquitted as well. Yeah, I want to I wanna um, help, help others. I'm just going to say I'm not a lawyer or legal um, person, but I do know a lot of the law and, and, and the constitutional art, the rights that we have as con you know, in the constitution. Um, and what works for me, because my journey is my journey, I, I can't guarantee it'll work for everybody else, but I can give you a template to start with to, you know, hopefully get your case um, acquitted or, or dismissed or whatever. So, um, you know, the law is the law and a lot of stuff they're getting, get, getting away with now won't hold up in, in the appellate or the Supreme Court. So, right. Um, well, so maybe, just, maybe you can work on that, getting you a website so that you can help yeah. 
other individuals that you are seeing as being railroaded within the mm -hmm. system. I'm not a lawyer either, but I know how to defend myself. See, exactly. and that's all you got to know. If you know how to read and you know how to uh, look at those different rules and different things, you can help mm -hmm. others out. You help yourself yeah. out and you can help yeah. others out. And I, I will say affidavits, affidavits, affidavits is a great way to go as opposed to doing these motions and stuff. But um, th and there's a reason for that. That's a really good um, thing to, to, to look into for the J6ers um, if they get anything out of this. And again, uh, James the Just on uh, Twitter, that's the best way to follow me right now. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I truly do appreciate it. And may God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wonderful. All right, you all. Okay, so we have a campaign. Uh, can somebody, my, one of my moderators, I need you to please post the address to Congress. I, I need the address up there on the hill. We're going to have to do a Diamond Dream Team letter writing campaign. We're going to have to write our Congress members, the ones that's sitting up there on their asses and spreading like butter. We're going to have to write them, you all. It's going to be time to write the, these individuals. McCarthy is a liar. Margie Taylor Green is a liar. And, and, and whoever else was with them saying that they're going to release the footage are liars. They ain't nothing but liars. Now, Margie, I love you, baby, but you a liar. McCarthy, you know, I got to love you because God said we got to love, but I don't like you. And you are a liar. All right. So we're going to have to write these folk. All of these lying people, we're going to have to write them and let them know that they lied to we, the American people, is what we're going to have to do. All of these doggone liars. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrats. Every last one of them need to be written. Okay? And we're going to have to write them and let them know that it's wrong with what you're doing to American citizens. To allow these illegal aliens to have more rights in our own country that we were born in. To allow these illegal aliens to trespass in our country illegally and nothing is done to them, but you want to hold uh, ex-military, police officers, patriots, American citizens, you want to hold them accountable because you claim that they obstructed the congressional proceeding. And whenever you look at Nancy Pelosi's daughter's documentary that she was documenting there on January the 6th, you see them all in an office. They already knew that this was going to go down. Why? Because they set it up. In my own humble opinion, it is, was already a setup from the get up to entrap people, to entrap people so they can push this narrative. Now I'm hearing they're trying to go after uh, President Donald J. Trump talking about uh, some type of insurrection. If an insurrection happened, why do we still got this bozo sitting here destroying America? Why is Joe Biden, uh-huh, why is his demonic behind residing in the White House? Somebody tell Silk why? Tell Silk why? Tell me why is he there if a real insurrection took place? See, what I dislike about this, you all, is that these mofos can make stuff up. And then once they make up the narrative, it feels like they bring in somebody from Hollywood 
and they start acting and depicting this stuff out to make it be real. Then all of the corporate media, it's like they get into a meeting and they say, we gonna say this like this and this is what we gonna push before the people, which is nothing but a doggone lie. And the shameful thing about all of this is that people that's supposed to be right wing start going along with the narrative, saying the same words. I remember whenever Diamond and I, when we was on Newsmax and we was doing Crystal Clear, we was doing our, our show there on, uh, on Newsmax. And whenever we would talk about the j Sits, the first video that they wanted to bring out was the one that the left wing depicted and chopped up and played that while we were sitting there talking. And I just had to stop them. I told them, do not play that video when we're talking about J6 because that video is a lie. This is what they chopped up, depicted, and put out there for all to see as if all of these people was beating up a building. That was the lie, you all. The people that were scaling the wall, you have to have skills to scale the wall. We had a lot of older people out there, you all, older patriots out there. Uh-huh, it's what we had. And they kept this narrative going. Then you had this old, oh God, what's her name? I can't even think of her name, but you know, they had the committee. They had the committee up there with these rogue behind Republicans up there trying to say insurrection, insurrection. Uh-huh. If it was a true insurrection, there's no way Biden would be up there in the White House, you all. Think about that. Just think about that. If the doors were open from the inside, that's because it was an inside job. And if Nancy Pelosi daughter was there documenting it. How is she there standing there with a camera? Shouldn't she be scared? If all of this stuff was happening that they say was happening, how is she there with a camera doing her little documentary there at the Capitol? That's because it was a setup from the get up. That's because it was a setup from the get up and they know it was. They surely do. Now I'm hearing that they say Ray App, they're going to charge him all of a sudden, they're going to come out the Ray out now and, and charge him after two years. Uh-huh. But see, first they had his name. It was on the FBI list. Then they took it off the FBI list. I wonder why. And why the hell won't they show us the video footage from J-Sis? Why? Mm-hmm. Is it because we're going to see their little finger all in the middle of this? Yeah. It's going to tell the true story. So we're going to have to write Congress. Somebody post the, the address and, and the phone number there in all of the different chats so we'll know who we need to write and start writing them tonight. We need to free all of these J sisters. We need to stop all of this foolishness that's going on. Now, look, y'all, don't forget to go to diamondandsilkstore.com. That's diamondandsilkstore.com. Be sure to support all of the sponsors and affiliates, the individuals that support the show, you support them. That's how I get supported. All right. Don't forget, if you are in need of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, potassium iodine, go to drstellamd.com. That's drstellamd.com. Get your uh, book, your telehealth appointment so that you can get your products. You all be prepared, not scared.
Every day at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we start what we're doing and we pray. I pray for you, you pray for me, we pray for President Donald J. Trump, all right? Pray for his family and pray for God to continue to expose and disclose these demonic evil bastards. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell TV. Hey America, Dr. Christelle Emanuel here. We just put together the most important part of our emergency preparedness pack. Seven medications, seven prescription medications that you will need in an emergency. We give you prescription for skin infections, respiratory infections, urine infections, intestinal infection, yeast and nausea. So it covers uh, something like uh, Bactrim, Augmentin, Flagyl, uh, uh, Doxycycline, and it gives you something Zofran for nausea and also gives you um, you know, it gives you Z-Pack, you know, in case you get all these infections. Why are we doing this? We're doing this because it's an emergency pack. If there's a pandemic, if there's a nuclear attack, if there's a zombie apocalypse, if there's uh, supply chain issues, or you travel to remote areas, or for some reason you get locked in your house, or you get locked out of the system. So you go on our website, drstellamd.com, click on the telehealth uh, uh, tab, and then go on med emergency medical preparedness. We have that, and then we also have the COVID complete pack, that will give you uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, biresonite, and a handheld nebulizer that you can charge with your power bank. We want you guys to be prepared. Right now, they are talking about Marburg coming, so being released in a payload in the people that are jabbed. So please get Viral Immune Plus on our marketplace. Just be prepared. And if you go on our website, if you use the promo code right here, you'll get a discount. We, you, you're going to get on our website and we're going to give you all kinds of disclaimers and we're going to ask all kinds of medical information to make sure that we're giving you medications you're not allergic to or something that you can take. So we are going to do this and uh, to help the American people be prepared. Crazy times are coming ahead. Please do not wait till things get bad and you don't know where to turn. And also be prepared with food, water, stock up food, water and everything that you need because crazy times are ahead. Do not be afraid. Be prepared. God bless you. Don't forget about Grave Care You Are, where they break down healthcare barriers to save you time and money. Mm -hmm. Go to gravecare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic. It can be about anything. anything. Gravecare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the hypochlorous body spray. Yes. If you want to keep pathogens, viruses, and bacteria at bay, go to cbspray.com and get your hypochlorous spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com. Yes. And... We've been talking about the circulatory system or how it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to the Dr. Artist Show mm -hmm. and pick up you something for that. Everything use promo code Trump One. Now listen, I know with everything I said, I don't want you to get a little hasty, but mm -hmm. I want you to go over there and get you some tasty at mystore.com. Um, get the my coffee, the pods. They are available. Even get you a nice coffee cup. You can get that at mystore.com. Use promo code Trump1 mm -hmm. to receive a discount. That's mystore.com. Right. I say the best part to waking up is not being woke, but being awake with, <laughs> with my, my coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, y'all. I love it. So make sure. Also, don't forget about mypillow.com. Yes. Use promo code Trump1 to receive up. 
266% off your entire purchase over there. Don't forget about our book, UprisingMyStore.com, promo code Trump1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our t-shirt. Yes. It took 2,000 mules to install one jackass. Mm -hmm. Diamondandsoup.com. Use promo code Trump1 as well. Yes.